Morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas, especially the folks out there in the surrounding areas. This is the Clay Edwards Show, your daily dose of reality radio. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. And hey, real quick, speaking of Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, I went out there yesterday with Miss Therese April with DarkHorsePressNow.com, and we did a little promo. We have teamed up with Dark Horse Press and Corey McDonald and the team over there at Mack Hike of Flowood. And we are doing a big Toys for Tots drive. It's the second year in a row that we've teamed up with Corey to do this. Uh, he did it last year at his prior uh, employer. And on, he's taken the tradition with him that he's been doing for five or six years now. With Toys for Tots over to Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Sheep Ram of Flowood. I love sneaking in the Chrysler Dodge Sheep Ram. Uh, and so we're going to, you can go drop a toy off there. You, y'all know the deal. No used toys. Go drop off a new unopened toy in the box. And feel good about yourself. And uh, if you're a business owner that would like to become a drop-off location, uh, get in touch with Corey over there at Matt Kite Chrysler Dodge Sheet Ram of Flowood, and he will assist in getting you a box and becoming an official drop-off location at your business. So that is a way for everybody to give back, and you can share that stuff on your social media. And we're going to culminate on Saturday, December 17th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and I'll be out there early that morning, but we're going to have a big, big get together. There's going to be food trucks and uh, Therese will be out there. We're going to make a big event of it. And that's going to be when Toys for Tots comes and they make the final push and they, they take the toys to get ready to distribute to all the kids here locally in central Mississippi. So if you get, if you feel it in your heart, get by wherever you want to go, Walmart, Target, any of those places, pick up a little toy. Or a nice toy, whatever you want to do, and go drop it off there in Flowood on Lakeland Drive at Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. All right, got the business out of the way. In the studio this morning, we, we had been doing like every 100th episode, and we kind of missed it this week on the 400th, but today's the 402nd. I've got Chad Wesley in the studio. What's up, brother? Oh, man. What's up, bro? It is, it is early, fam. I'm going to need you to get that lunchtime segment soon <laughs> it was nighttime when i left the house this morning well let me tell you what's for lunch today i'm glad you asked out there <laughs> at the gathering at livingston today is their ten dollar fried catfish plate Ooh. i know i know it sounds so good and you i'm not a big a catfish guy but if it's if their catfish is half as good as their fried chicken and, and allegedly as good as their pork chop is it's probably the best fried fish you'll ever eat see i heard you talking about the pork chop yesterday yeah and uh would have loved to have made it over there and got that. I, my only problem is, because I had to get back to Rankin County to work, is rarely am I still over here in Madison County by 11 o'clock when, when lunch kicks in. But the fried pork chop is on Wednesday. The show's only an hour on that day. But I can fumble around here enough tinkering with podcast stuff that I can I can sit here from when the show ends at 8. I can mess around a couple hours. I'm going to get that fried pork chop. Mm. From hell or high water. <laughs> fried pork chops where it's at my grandmother one of her famous foods is fried pork chops oh yeah and i mean she i can't replicate it i can't get enough batter on there enough buttermilk enough grease or whatever pretty mama does i might have to go over there and learn she my wife can fry mean pork chop she ain't taking it with her to the grave we're gonna she's gonna teach me that recipe that fried pork chop recipe before before she goes yeah man that's the gold of the family those recipes from the elders 
Yep. I got somebody that texts in and says, is that my little cousin talking to you? Tell me unknown texture. Tell me who you are, and I will let you know if that's your cousin or not. Cousin on my mama's side. Cousin on my daddy's side. I love I, as I've gotten older, I, I I love my cousins a little more. But for a long, long time, because we didn't really have a relationship, I just always referred to them as my mama's nephews and nieces. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just it is what it is. I, I became mean, an uncle when I was four years old. An uncle? Yeah, because my <laughs> siblings are so much older than me. I'm, you know, I am not. I don't. This is a Myron, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah, that's my cousin on my mama's side. I've apparently been drinking my coffee and just pouring it on my beard instead of my mouth. I'm looking down, and I've got like a waterfall of coffee coming off of my beard onto my jacket here. Thank you for letting me know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still out of it, man. This is this is not, you know, my, my typical hours. It took me into my mid-30s to be able to wake up at 7 a.m. Man, I was talking to somebody last night, and I told them, just talking about my life. And I said, you know, I don't really don't consider that I became an adult until 34 years old. When right. I when I started in the car business is the day I became an adult. Everything prior to that was was me stuck in suspended animation. I'm, by thirty five, well, for me, you know, I turned thirty seven in January, so <laughs> I've only been an adult for like a year and a half. I I ain't liking it. Just let me be honest. with Oh, you. it's overrated. It's highly overrated. Everything I ever said about wanting to be an adult, I, I take back. Yeah, I take back. They don't tell you about the IRS and all that. No. They don't. They didn't teach us anything that we actually needed to know in school. No, no like how no. to invest, how to save money, you know, how to how to properly pay bills, how to deal with the IRS. Man, look, still to this day, I I, I, just, I just live by the uh, the seat of my pants on this paying bills stuff. Mm-hmm. So the light bill again? I just paid that last month, and that, now that I say that, I was in here thinking, I was like, you know, I don't think I paid the internet bill in about a month and a half. I'll be surprised if it's on when I get home. I, they log on to my Sailor South or Sailor South, my C Spire account. I knew I was an adult when I when my last vehicle I bought, I put the payment on auto draft. Oh, yeah, that's that's when I that's when I knew I was stunting. AT and T with my cell phone, they constantly send me a thing that says save ten dollars by signing up for auto draft. I'm like, yeah, that ten dollars will cost me a thirty dollar overdraft fee. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that game works. Uh, yeah, you. I'm with Wells Fargo. Don't say overdraft fee. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I know enough about I know enough about uh my spending habits to not trust myself enough to set anything up on auto pay. Not a not a overly priced cell phone bill anyway. Mm. All right, so Chad, you're in the studio with us this morning. You've got a couple of big shows coming up. Yeah, here to make some uh, concert announcement. I'm gonna I'm gonna t- go out of this year with a bang. So, uh, upcoming, it's not this Saturday, but next? Yeah, next Saturday. So, this one's uh, this one's going to be cool, unique, a little outside of my normal MO. Um, at CC Ranch in Madison over there on Christmas Lane, they're doing their first annual Winterfest, and it's going to be a family event. Um, let's see if I can look at my notes here and get some key stuff that they're, they're going to be doing. Um they're going to have a lot of stuff for the kids, you know, in the earlier parts of the event. It's going to be from, let's see, what time we got here? I could be so much better prepared, but, you know, early. So it's a 2 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. event. It will be outdoors at CC Ranch, which is 154 Christmas Lane, Madison. And uh, activities for the kids. They're going to be doing Christmas, Christmas cookie decorating, horseback rides, arts and crafts, pictures with Santa. You know, that's a big deal. Story time with Mrs. Claus, a hayride, letters to Santa, more, and also you'll be able to sign up for their um, their summer camp 
that they do for all the kids. But for the adults, um, that's where the shenanigans pop off. So I'm going to be doing two concerts. So the first concert I'll be doing will be from roughly five to six p.m. We doing a Christmas concert. Kind of excited about it. I'm not going to lie. Are you doing Christmas music? Yes. Where, yes. where are you pulling this in from? Well, hold on. We'll, we'll, circle, <laughs> we'll circle back to it. Tell me about the second concert. So we'll take about a 30-minute intermission after that, and uh, that'll give the parents time to ship the kids over to the daycare area of the ranch where they'll be supervised by adults. And, and of course, you can hang out with the kids there as well if, if, if you want. But back around the concert area where we'll be, I'll be taking the stage for – an actual Chad Wesley band concert. You know, I'll be doing stuff from my albums and maybe a couple of renditions of some songs. And I know those listening are like, you're going to do sell, right? <laughs> so real quick, you know, you said people have been posting their, their Spotify music stuff for the year, their raps and people were, I saw where you made it on some like people's festival that they'll create. Yeah. And I, I told you, I said, man, I tried to do that, but I don't listen to, I don't listen to music on Spotify. You use it for Rogan and, I use a uh, Amazon Music for Spotify. So this morning, I got in the truck to come out here to Flora, and I just hit the popular play, popular stuff I play a lot button. Mm-hmm. And about the second song in, after Sir Mix a Lot Posse on Broadway, <laughs> was Drown. Nice. So I actually listened to Drown like twice on the way in this morning. Oh, that's great, man. You know, that's my dad's favorite song. I did not see that coming. Really? Out of all the types of songs I've written, my dad just immortally loves that song i was like wow i didn't i didn't think you know i wrote that one for my wife i always throw a curveball on my albums when i write something for my wife but we'll we'll play it again today before we get out of here all right let's circle back tell me about this christmas music where where are you pulling inspiration from is this is it og original songs yeah i'm gonna do some uh, i'm gonna do some classic traditional songs we're gonna do them in the style of uh of blues and rock and and then you know traditional mainstream style um i'm actually excited about it because I don't know if a lot of people know this about me, but I love Christmas. I'm actually a big Christmas head. I love Halloween, too. So the the November for me, November is coming off of the Halloween wave and going into the Christmas wave. But I've, I've always loved to listen to Christmas music, and so this is something I've actually I've actually always wanted to do. Um, I think me and the guys are going to dress up, you know, Christmassy, as they would say. But when we take that intermission, we're coming back out, and it's going to be a, you know, a, a typical more you know full-fledged adult oriented concert of my music but we wanted to do something special for the elders and for the kids that would be there in the early part of the day for that 5 p.m to 6 p.m segment but it's going to be a lot of great stuff going on i think this is going to be really awesome for the community um austin took over cc ranch uh from from some family members and it's if i'm not mistaken the oldest existing business in madison county I, look, I've never heard of it, but I just, that's on me. I, you know, if you don't live in that bubble, yeah, you know, you know it's, it's easy not to. So that is next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday, December 10th from 2 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And I will be playing in that segment of 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Cool. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to dive in with Chad because Chad and I got a few years apart, just a few, but just enough for him to be a millennial and me to be a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about <clears throat> Chad's really plugged into the culture war stuff too, and he doesn't fight the, on the front lines publicly and this that and the other. We're not going to drag him into that, but he pays attention to a lot of stuff that's going on, like Got to. like knee deep in it. Uh, so I want to talk to Chad about something I've been wanting to talk about for the last two weeks, and just I keep you know Jackson stuff comes first. I, I know that's why y'all listen to the show, so I like to I like to give you what you want. 
But I want to talk about Elon and Twitter and just this fight for for free speech on the Internet. And I know you will be the perfect person to have that conversation with. Right. So when we get back here on the Clay Edwards Show, we're going to dive into that. Phone lines will be wide open. 601-879-0002. Open forum as well, but uh, we'd like to keep it on subject. But uh, you guys want to talk? If you got something you want to get off your chest, we'll go that direction too. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We'll be right back here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Chad and I have a little uncensored conversation. They're no, off, not us. They're off the air. Uh, good stuff, man. I tell you, you know what's been so cool, Chad, is as this platform has grown and <clears throat> the audience trusts us in the mornings. And I say us because you know the audience is part of the show too. You know they trust us for their morning entertainment as they're getting ready to go drop their kids off. And shout out to all the kids in the cars this morning. I I'm so blown away at how many children listen. Yours being one yep. in the morning every morning. You know, so I have to be mindful that uh, adults and children are listening every now and then. But uh, shout out to them, man! I'm blown away when I meet uh, when I meet parents and their kids are like they really like they really listen to you. They look up to you, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, some bad bad parenting decisions if they look up to me. But I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, anyway, man. Yeah, my son terrified of Jackson. So every, <laughs> you know, Brandy and I spend a lot of time in Jackson, but we are. We're old school Jackson. We know where to go and where not to go and how to be vigilant in that city. And But my son will tell my son, all right, we're going out in Jackson. Uh, y'all, y'all are? Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So, bro, that was one of the unintended consequences <laughs> uh, of this, uh, of speaking the truth about what's going on in Jackson is I know I have scared an entire generation of people, uh, especially younger folks, from wanting to go to Jackson. And, and, and I do deeply regret that. But on the flip side, until Jackson can act right, mm-hmm. I'm going to continue speaking the truth about what's going on in Jackson. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, mean, and I hate it, dude. I hate it for the business owners there. Like yesterday, I went to a fundraiser down at Manship, and <clears throat> walked in. I saw uh, Stephen that runs the place and shook his hand, talked a little bit. And there's a part of me deep down that's cognizant and aware that I'm kind of at war with Jackson. Yeah. But I'm not at war with the business owner. Like, for me, I think I'm fighting for them as saying things they can't say because they don't want to get politically involved. That's the way I believe it to be. And, and you know, and I, I try to explain that to folks. And, but, I'm, dude, I'm just reporting the stuff the news is reporting. I'm mm-hmm. just not putting that – I'm not polishing the turd. Right. I'm telling the truth about what's going on and who's responsible for it and showing, telling people what they're not doing to make it better. Well, I, I explain to a lot of people that – you know, I don't like to throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, but it is a sector of the city and it's crimes of passion that happen within that sector of the city. Are there isolated incidents outside of that sector? Yes, but not nearly as severe as the incidents that occur in that sector. It's that it's that southwestern west side part of Jackson is where a lot of that you know occurs. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. You get back into North Jackson as well. Yeah, you just- might you might get your. <laughs> Might get your car broke into. Man, you know? bro, they just ain't no safe safe place in Jackson. Like there is no halo area. Right. I mean, and, and, and it bleeds off, and that's what's crazy. It's just bleeding off into other areas. Well, it is. I mean, that's why the Capitol Police are about to take over, allegedly, the uh, east over leftover area down Ridgewood and all that. The mm-hmm. Riverside Drive that backs up to the Pearl River and all that, as they should. That's your that is your highest property owner tax base in the city over there. 
they need to save that before it's South Jackson. Yeah, if you don't get if you don't get robbed by somebody in Jackson, a pothole is going to rob you. Or snatch your soul. Yeah, yeah, it's going to rob you of your soul and your pocketbook repairing what the damage is done. <laughs> All right, let's jump into some some stuff here. I've been following this Twitter thing like a madman. I've been wildly mesmerized by what Elon is doing and just p- talk about the fourth wall. He has torn the fourth wall down and he's showing everybody what's going on at Twitter and it's as bad and or worse than I think even some of us far right conspiracy theorists thought it was. Or it's it's everything we thought it was at minimum. Uh, you have governments rigging elections. You have government approved bot farms dictating narratives mm-hmm. or driving narratives <clears throat> you have anybody that had a conservative opinion shadow banned like i i'll be honest even i thought people were just wishful thinking that their content was shadow banned like man you don't you're nobody <laughs> why would they shadow ban you Listen. that'd be like me saying i was shadow banned bro the, sh- the sh- apparently they based it on your follows Listen, take it from someone who has been in social media since MySpace was a baby. Um, That whole world of bots is real as the day is long. Because the moment you cross the line and you start becoming any form of a public figure, there is so much underground nefarious stuff out there to increase numbers in this numbers driven society even people's everyday jobs are about numbers so when you when you cross that line into social media your number of followers your number of likes even even as an artist with your plays on spotify and apple music it's about numbers all about numbers i mean my post the other day was celebrating you know the amount of streams and listeners that i've had but there is a constant attack like i get these emails i get these text messages from from names that I can't even pronounce like, Hey, we can get you more followers. Hey, we can get you more of this, but they they've created bot accounts to do it. So if something's happening to low tier, you know, public figures like myself, like that, when you are dealing with stuff on a, on a greater exponential level like that, yeah, when you say bot farms, <laughs> that's exactly what's going oh, on. Well, no, I know those exist. Heck, you can go to Fiverr.com right now and say, get me 10,000 followers and for a hundred right. bucks, you'll have 10,000 followers, but it's all fake. Yeah, and see that that's that's something I made the mistake of doing about eight years ago when I was wanting to increase my Facebook followers and stuff, and I started realizing that I was getting likes from once again names I couldn't even pronounce, and I was like, "This is going to tarnish." I was like, "Because I, I can't, you know, I can't appeal to people that I'll never be able to perform in front of." But you know, I did the same thing with my original Twitter account. I didn't do the bot thing, but I did this Twit follow. Mm-hmm. I used the same thing to build up my Instagram account, which it's local. You can just go. Pick somebody you want to follow, and you'll go follow all their followers Yeah, or, or, or people they follow, similar accounts, whatever. So you go pick a good local account that's got a bunch of followers and go follow everybody. They follow you back. But then you're <clears throat> then you got to go unfollow them. And it, long story short, it just felt fake. So what I did on my Twitter, I had a moment of clarity. I decided, you know what, I'm just going to delete this Twitter account altogether. So I deleted my original Twitter account that I'd had for like 10 years. And the January 6th stuff and kicking Trump off was kind of the nail in the coffin, but it had been something I'd contemplated for a while. I was like, all right, don't be that guy, Clay. Don't be that guy that runs because it ain't going your way. Mm-hmm. You can't win the culture war in an echo chamber of conservative right-wing people. You, 
<laughs> I don't need you. I don't want to preach to the choir. I want to talk to people with different opinions. Yeah, and, I, and, not, and not fight and argue necessarily. I mean, I will, you know, but I really want to have conversations. And I will say this. It's kind of weird. Even uh, with some of the black Democrats in Jackson that I know don't like me, I've been having some healthy conversations with a few outside of a couple, but with a few on Twitter and stuff, like actually talking about things that aren't toxic. Like, you know, we, we're we still human beings that get up and like food and like music and love our families and all this other stuff. Well, that's stepping outside of the political paradigm and, you know, observing your, your Christian values of, of brotherhood. And, you know, reaching out to your neighbor, even if you disagree on things, you know, and yes. not letting it cross a line. Yeah, I mean, like, like do we, we can just agree that we ain't going to agree on these things. So why about we just not talk about those? The most beta male thing to me in the world is people who get upset over political beliefs and, and stop talking to someone or create a fight and an argument, you know, like. Yeah, look, I've been I've been there. I've been I've been uh, beta male when it comes to that. But it was at the. It was, I guess, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this here because I, I can't be nothing but honest. It, the, the the Trump era, as much as I love Trump, the, what that did to the social media paradigm and the public square, mm-hmm. it, it broke it. it. It tore a rift in the space-time continuum <laughs> or something where it's like you you can't no longer have – you can't talk about anything unless we agree about this thing politically. We have You have to check this box or you can't talk about nothing else. I don't care who your favorite well, fried chicken is from, who your favorite music is, nothing. Let me backpedal. When I said, you know, getting upset at differences in political beliefs, that's one that's one thing. That's that's too surface. Now, if someone insults you, different because, story. Yeah, if someone insults you because of your political beliefs, okay, well now we're crossing a new line here. I can understand a relationship fraying over something like that, but just someone having a different political view because you know, at the end of the day, life is subjective. Everybody is living their own independent human experience. Yeah. Well, as this, you know, as this platform has gotten bigger and the show's grown and this that, and the other, I understand I have a level of responsibility to an extent to <clears throat> either go all in and always be at war. And I can do that. And, I, you know, trust me, if there's a line that gets crossed. We'll go that path. But also have this sense of wanting to have conversations with people. Like I'm very, very inspired with what people can say what they want about Joe Rogan. But I love that he can sit across from somebody that he disagrees with and just disagree without fighting. I think that is an amazing talent and it's something I've been trying to get better at. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, why do you feel that? I, I, I'm not trying to change your mind. I just want to understand why. Man, sometimes you can question someone into them reconvincing themselves of their own beliefs or unconvincing themselves of their beliefs. Sometimes you can ask the right questions and you can get them to try to explain why they believe what they believe to the point that once they actually hear it out loud from themselves, then they might have an awakening there in that moment. I've seen it happen, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think also we've created these boogeyman's on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, that's how a dichotomy works. Whatever our, Political. Okay, for instance, <clears throat> on the conservative side, and I'm not saying it ain't true, by the way. So I don't. For anybody comes at me, I, I'm not saying that they're not actually boogeymen. But we've we, we've put the we've put these boogeymans in this like they're over us, like they're controlling our lives, like your George Soros mm-hmm. of the world and <clears throat> the the child pedophile cabals and 
all this stuff. I'm not saying that don't exist, but it's not a whole lot we can do about it. No, you know, it's like they're not going to arrest them. Then on the on the flip side, you know, the the Democrat boogeyman is like Trump, and it's this myth that there's a white supremacist hanging around every corner, going to jump out and club you upside the head. Where we all know that white supremacy isn't the problem anywhere. Anywhere right. there's a there's a lot of violence. It, it ain't because of white supremacy, you know. So we got to get back to figuring out a conversation. There's too much individual supremacy going on. Yeah. Too many people with elitist mentalities that think they're supreme to other people. You know, to for it to just be relatable just to skin color, that's outdated. There's whole new reasons for people to feel supreme against other people, and that's a problem. Yeah, so we got a text from Brad on the Guns and Gear text line. It says uh, Obama did that. Trump exposed it. I, I guess we're talking about the, the, the what happened in the, the public square of conversation. Uh, is It's just the – I don't know how to explain it. My, my vocabulary gets a little little dry there. I know what the guy's saying. But, I, but something – when Trump came down that escalator, it tore us. He came through the space-time continuum, mm-hmm. and it, it broke half the country. That's what Matt Groening predicted, <laughs> The Simpsons. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I really think some of that stuff, some of those memes are fake. That one was actually legit. Was it? Yeah, that was a legitimate episode that had him coming down the escalator and stuff like that. But, yeah, some, I think some of them are a little fudged. All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll come back. We're going to keep the conversation going. I got some other things I want to talk to Chad about and uh, drag him down my, my rabbit holes here. We're also going to play his hit song. Well, we're going to make it his hit song. And make it a hit, yeah. We're going to make it a hit. We're going to play Drown again. I'll, I'll make it the third time will be the charm this morning like, for me. Like Kid Rock just trying to get one of these songs to hit. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm stepping on Jim's toes. He does his music show on Fridays, and here I am. What a musical artist going to play some music, something I'd rarely do. But. You're just radioing up the radio a little bit, that's all. I mean, I tell you what, I was uh, – I guess I was talking about radio, internet radio or something the other day. And next thing you know, this, I can start my own internet radio station. I see all these apps and stuff that are being advertised to me now, but the music license and fees are so much you can't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right. This is the Clay Edwards show joined in studio by the Chad Wesley. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. We are live here in the Mac hike of, Flowwood Studios. If you are looking for somewhere to grub tonight after 4 p.m., get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Fan and Mart on the Res. Or hey, maybe you don't want to get out of the house. Well, hey, good news. They offer takeout and delivery. Uh, check out your favorite food delivery app. Search Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's and get you some really, really good look. I, I, I I've had it. It's great pizza. But, I, man, I follow them on social media, and all the photos of the pizzas look amazing. So kudos to Chip and them, him learning how to use a camera phone right. And <laughs> how is Chip doing over there? <laughs> He's doing good, man. I haven't, I haven't been over there yet. I want to. But yeah. at, the, at, at this age, pizza is a choice. <laughs> like yeah. it's, a, it's a predetermined choice. Like I have to think about it, plan it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Uh, and, and, look, it's, it looks great. I'm going to get over there here soon and – Again, I've had it, I've had it several times. Like I say, it's real good. They got twelve different specialty pieces, such as the pig, 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 the Hawaiian, the black and blue, and everybody's favorite, the Will of Flavor. You can pick up to three different specialty pizzas and put it on one pie, or just build your own custom pizza, however you like it. Of course, you can go just get a pepperoni if you want a pepperoni, a Canadian bacon. Sold. See, I like that. Build your own thing. I got that total mentality. I love going to restaurants where I can build my own. Yeah, 
I, I, you could probably get pineapples on your pizza there if that's your thing. You're a weirdo, but if that's your thing. As a Chad, I like pineapple on my pizza. Oh. <laughs> so I think the first time I had pineapple on pizza, I think they like the traditional pineapple one was like pineapple and ham mm-hmm. or Canadian bacon or whatever. Like, why is there pineapple? Put, where are the jalapenos at? So here's my go-to. Instead of marinara, barbecue sauce. A lot of people are doing that. Barbecue yeah. sauce, pineapple, chicken, and jalapenos. That's my go-to. I love it. Yeah, I do like these buffalo pizzas where they put the, the wing sauce instead mm-hmm. of marinara. But my just my go-to is going to be thin and crispy, marinara, mozzarella, Canadian bacon. Oh, you can't go wrong with that either. I mean, it's just it's a go-to. Just don't mess it up. Cook it. The worst meat. pizza I ever had was good. I mean, I'm not I'm not too picky. <laughs> you know, plug your kids' ears, people. One, two, three. What are the two things that even when they're bad, they're good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza's one of them. Well, the consonants, beginnings are the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. P- pizza's one of them. Even when they're bad, they're good. And uh, yeah, I- I've never I've never regretted eating a pizza. So there's that. Uh, all right. You got another big show coming up New Year's Eve. Yeah, that one I'm looking forward to very much. So I'm going to. I'm going to be closing out my most successful year I've ever had in my career. We're going to be headlining at Martin's downtown New Year's Eve. That's probably, all. probably take stage around 10 o'clock, play a set, and then do the countdown with everybody, and then go out with go out with a bang. Now I tell you what a what a great venue. Love that venue. It's it's my it's my go to. I feel like I play my absolute best shows there. And see, we filmed my album release concert at the Georgia Blue Event Center, and. You know, we had seven man camera crew and it was, you know, tracking everything like you would in a studio. But I was like, that was good practice. Like we got a system built from doing that. And I was like, well, hey, let's do this at a Martin show. And what better show to do in New Year's Eve? Because I'm, I'm you know, I'm a little more guaranteed to have a bigger crowd than normal for Are something like New it? Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, we're going to film it. I, I just can't. I can't not have a quality f- footage of me playing at martin's i mean it just that it brings something out of me as a performer that's my go-to stage man you know i tell you what i was always a fan of live album, a real live album not these fake live albums you know where they just but the whole band plays in the studio together and they put some sight for sore ears just throwing that out there exactly (laughs) you know like kid rock's got a great live album the the trucker double trucker live or yeah man i mean it's like a legit live i wore that i wore that poison double disc live album out man that drum solo and guitar solo. Are you ready for the glam slam kings of noise? Y'all don't know that about Hollywood, po- California. They don't know that about you and me that we're avid Poison fans. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Look, there, I ain't there ain't a Poison song I can't sing frontwards and backwards. Oh, amen. Until you get me on on, on stage to do it karaoke, and then I just completely forget every <laughs> word to every song. There is some video of me singing "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" or "Talk Dirty to Me" or something at my birthday party. This past year, up there with Daryl and and Rob, and it's terrible. The even even better one is you and I drunk on the coast at the Brad Michaels concert, singing it. That photo album came up yesterday. <laughs> really? I saw I saw all those pictures from that. I was like, oh, that was a good time. Our pilgrimages, as as, as you referred to them as. Yeah, man. We, well, we we got to do Poison this year. Yeah, we did, and that was such a great night, man. I was so locked in. I was having the best time of my life. And typically, when I go to a concert. I'm like that. I'm like a, someone you see at a football game, but dressed in a football gear, like ready to go play. You know, because I'm I'm watching something that I do. But man, that was the first concert I've went to, and I just was a fan, just fanboyed out 
like sung all the songs, had a great time. I went standing there with my arms crossed like, yeah, I could be doing this. Oh, yeah. I was talking last night. I saw where Morgan Wallen and Hardy and that whole crew is coming up to Oxford to play at Vault Hemingway, like the first concert ever there, I think. Wow. And somebody was saying, yeah, you know, I got a buddy that's got a suite there. And if I, if I can get in the suite, you know, I'll go. I said, man, not me. I said, I, at concerts, like to be amongst the people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a, in a glass wall. I remember looking up at the Poison concert at the casino. Yeah. And they have like some VIP suites, little suite boxes or whatever. And I saw another local radio host here in the market behind the glass wall. I'm like, douche. <laughs> FCC. <laughs> and just like, who who does that? Like, you can't have fun behind at a concert. No, in, man. In a suite. Come on, man. You got to get down and be amongst the people. Oh, we were. <laughs> we were all in the thick of it, man. We were We were literally in the middle of the crowd. Dude, at a rock concert, I want to be elbow to elbow with other people. And I'm 6'3", so unless somebody's holding their cell phone up in front of me. But people, we got to stop that. Just going to concerts and filming a bunch of useless footage you're never going to do anything with. Oh, I'm guilty of it from that concert. I typically don't do that, but I'm guilty of it from that concert. I, I filmed a little. But generally speaking, people just filming entire performances for no reason, keeping their phones up. Heck, I've got now to where I like to stand back and take pictures through people's arms and with the cell phones in the concert, in the cell phone, like like fun little photos. It's funny you say that. So, like, when I get on social media the night after or, or like, when I get home from playing a show or the next morning, I'll be tagged in people that were at the show and filmed. And it never fails that they'll either film probably the worst song on my set list or they'll film that one moment that I maybe forgot a lyric or like had a boo boo on guitar or something, and I'm like, what? all the other great stuff that could have been filmed. Yep. All right. So real quick, tell us again about the concert, the concerts next weekend. Yeah. So uh, Winterfest next Saturday, December 10th, from 2 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. at CC Ranch in Madison, off of Christmas Lane. Let me get you all that address. It's a uh, 154 Christmas Lane, Madison, Mississippi. That's CC Ranch. It's going to be the first annual Winterfest, an all-out family event. There will be Christmas cookie decorating, horseback rides, arts and crafts, pictures with Santa, story time with Mrs. Claus, hayride for the kids. And I will be performing a first concert of traditional Christmas music, having a good time with the elders and the kids. And then after that, you will have a safe place at the ranch to send your kids to do activities, and it's considered to be their daycare area. Um, And you, as the adults, can return back to the concert area, and I will be coming back up and doing a second concert of, you know, a a real deal Chad Wesley show. You know, Will there be adult refreshments available? There will be adult refreshments available. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Burgers and Blues will be on site with their truck, and they will have their taps ready to go. All right, good stuff. I tell you what, let's take a break real quick. Come back. We're going to close out the show with Chad's soon-to-be hit song, Drown. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join in the studio by Chad Wesley. We'll be right back. Breaking rules, baby. Hey, man, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, get out to Guns and Gear. Buy some guns and ammo. That is something fun to do. Okay. Located right out there at Yandale Road, on Highway 51 at Yandale Road, next to 
the barbecue joint out there, little uh, little Willies, little Willies. All right, that's Guns and Gear. Shop them online at gunsandgearms.com. We're going to let Chad take us to the house here with his song, Drown. It's available on his new hit album, Soul Rock, with over a quarter million uh, downloads. Yeah, man, available on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, Soul Rock. All right, here it is, taking us home. See y'all Monday Thanks, on guys. WYAB. Peace. Don't try to change me, please don't rearrange me. Stairs are in danger, we just cannot linger. These demons in my soul. All that I'm believing is constantly.
Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.